Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Good to be back again. I believe that you are enjoying your time with God in the Word and praying in the Holy Ghost. These are times where we can use our time with God for blessing more and more. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we worship you. We're so grateful for your mercy, your goodness. Thank you, Father, that your eyes are upon us. Your hand is on us. Your mercy is toward us today. We trust you. We worship you. Oh, faithful God, you began this good work in us. You are faithful. You will accomplish it. Thank you, Lord. You'll perform it until the day of Jesus. Hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. We thank you. We praise you. We worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, blessed be the name of the living God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. And it washes white as snow. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. And it washes white as snow. There is victory in the blood of Jesus. There is victory in the blood of Jesus. There is victory in the blood of Jesus. And it washes white as snow. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we're so grateful, we're so grateful. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. Oh, we give you thanks, oh, we bless you, Lord. Oh, faithful God, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, mandara sere borokotere bashandarabariande. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Handere bosso coriende ribala brasha la brambala gariante. Oh, you're faithful. Blessed be the name of the living God. Blessed be the name of the living God. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Thank you, Abba Father, for your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Worship you, worship you for this time, for this hour, for the privilege of serving you today, Lord. Hallelujah, Abba Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. We love you, Lord, because you first loved us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We are grateful, Abba Father. We receive from your mercy, Lord. Thank you, great King. Thank you, Holy One. 
We worship you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we call every need met, every oak destroyed, every burden removed. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Today we have uh, Brother Sharat with us, helping us to translate. And I believe you are blessed. Amen. We'll start uh, with a little reading from Romans, the 11th chapter. I mean the 16th chapter. Romans 16, that's the last chapter of Romans. And you'll notice there, verse 25, it says, Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began, but now is made manifest, verse 26 says, and by the scriptures of the prophets according to the commandment of the everlasting God made known to all nations for the obedience of faith. To God only wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever and ever. Amen. Praise God. You'll notice here there's an amen already applied in verse 24. And then he continues and then puts one more amen at the end, 27. So I believe he's, you know, emphasizing something that there was a certain message given to Paul which was unlike any other message and it was a mystery at one level and it was hidden from before time began but then it was revealed to him and revealed specially to us the church who are the special people living on the earth right now we are a very special community we're a very special group of people and we must take advantage of that special place and grace that's been given to us maybe we'll hear um, verse 25 and 26 also in Canada, please. Prakataniyada ee marmakke anusara andare Eistu Krishnanu vishayavadanta nanu saruvanta suvartik anusara vaagi Nimmanu sirapadusudakke shaktanagiru vaataninda Anadiyinda buktavadidda marmavu Eiga prakashakke bandhu Nithyanada devara appanaya prakara Pravadigala granthagala moolakka Annijanurigella nambikemba Vidayatvannu uttumaduda koska kudisal pattide Amen. So you'll notice there it's been revealed to us now and it's made for the obedience of all. Notice that, the obedience of faith. So this demands that we have faith, that we believe what God is saying. And that is revealed to us right now. So sometimes, you know, people may say, I don't know this message, so I don't have to believe. It was hidden all this time. Now it is revealed it's been revealed for at least 2,000 years now. And now we must believe. So uh, let ignorance not be bliss. Because the enemy is out there and he'd like to take us out at every chance. He uses ignorance as it is written. My people perish for lack of knowledge. So we should make sure at this time while we're here, for this age, the mystery must be understood. The revelation must be received because it is given to this age. And after that, 
you know, we will not actually require it. But this message is for the church, is for us in this age. So if we're alive in, in on the planet at this time, then the message is for us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Notice that it's a very special message and is given by the only wise God, our Savior. We'll also pick up the same thread of thought in Ephesians, the third chapter. Let's go there and observe verse 3. Now, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery as a four, as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when you read you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages, notice that, was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. And he continues that the Gentiles should be made or fellow heirs of the same body, partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. So here he's saying uh, similar stuff, and we must realize that Paul got this very, very blessed revelation that all the pedigree or family background or fleshly genealogy doesn't matter anymore. The grace of God has come, and you can see just by the way it is mentioned that before this message or this particular revelation came, it was very important uh, which family you came from, which uh, community you belonged to, and whether you were Jew or not. But thank God because of this dispensation that was given, this revelation that came to the church, that doesn't matter now. The blood of Jesus settled some things. And today, we should understand, he said, that we should understand that message. Praise God. Let's hear um, verse 3 also, and maybe verse 4, maybe all the way to 5. <laughs> Praise God. Ephesians 3, verse 3 to 5, brother. Amen. So he's saying that that revelation has become open to the church and anyone who reads it praise God, must be able to understand it. And I believe that we are living in a very special time which is coming to an end. And therefore, I, I would prefer that we know what we are supposed to have now before it is over. If not now, when? So that's why we are, I believe, reading these kind of things. The 10th verse of the same chapter continues. He says, To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. Amen. So, one, we have to get an understanding of that special revelation and mystery and wisdom and then demonstrate it to the principalities and powers in the heavenly realms to actually enjoy it and uh, let it be known that we are privileged people. Hallelujah. 
Verse 11 says, According to the eternal purpose which He purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Praise God. So we are the ones that are hidden in Christ. We are the ones that are in Him. And therefore there is a special purpose, an eternal purpose, a wonderful purpose for which we were created. And it's based on revelation and understanding. And the more we understand it, the more we'll be able to demonstrate to those powers out there that our God is a wise God. Amen. So let's hear maybe verse 10 also in Canada. Uh, Ephesians 3.10 Amen. So the church is supposed to demonstrate this wisdom which is revealed. And so if the church doesn't know it, how will the church demonstrate it? Therefore I believe if you are able to read and listen and open up your Bible prayerfully, God will be willing to reveal this to any person in the church because it is for the church. Can you imagine this special revelation was kept for the church? The church is a very blessed group of people. And so uh, we must enjoy it. And uh, Paul did mention that what he had said afore, you know, that means from chapter 1 of Ephesians all the way through chapter 2, uh, all those wonderful things are mentioned there. Glory to God. Do spend your time studying uh, the book of Ephesians whenever you can. It's a blessing. Today I will, however, I feel we should jump off to Hebrews again. Um, and let's go there. Hebrews, and let's read chapter 2. And uh, let's see what we can get. Hebrews chapter 2. Verse 1 says, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. In other words, there's a lot of stuff revealed here that God wants each one of us to take hold of in spite of the storms, in spite of the challenges and the age in which we live. Uh, there's a boat and a harbor there's a safe landing place. You are that boat and you will be brought in. Don't let the scriptures leave your heart and mind. Amen. Don't, don't let them slip away from you. Praise God. God is not the one that makes you slip. We need to hold on to the scripture. Verse 2. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast. Notice that angels were involved in a lot of revelation coming to people over the past in the Old Testament. Angels would come and say things, including Moses received instruction from the angel. So angels were very important in the conveying of messages from heaven. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation salvation was simply salvation in the Old Testament but after Jesus rose and sat at the right hand of God it became so great salvation the new covenant the new birth the baptism of the Holy Spirit the ability to be in the spirit realm 
and be a son of God, all those amazing things make our salvation, not just salvation, but so great salvation. Hallelujah. So we, we need to not neglect it. We need to hold on to these things. We are now in Christ and we have all these benefits. So great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord. Notice that the Lord himself was making certain things clear. So it will be there in the gospel to some extent. And was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. Praise God. Very interesting language there. Confirmed unto us by them that heard him. I think this is also a clue to let us know that Paul wrote this scripture because he's saying that he also heard this from them that heard him. So Paul was saying, I was not there with Jesus when he was on the earth. I heard some of these things from those who were with him and heard. Are you seeing that? Very interesting there. Sometimes people argue about Paul didn't write this book and all, but there are clues in it. Let's hear verse 2 and verse 3 in Canada, please. Yakendere, Tutara Mulaka, Helal Pata, Wakyu, Siravadidu, Adamiri Mari the Pratio the Tapigu, Avide Poku, Nayawa the Pratibala Hundi the Mele, Estro Dunta Yerakshane and now Alexa Mari the Tapisikulu the Hege. Amen. So you notice that there is a superiority in this church message, the mystery towards the church. is much higher because in the opening of Hebrews, he says, God who had in diverse manners and sundry times spoke by the prophets has now spoken by his son. So, you know, Jesus is on a different level. He's the son of the living God. And he's the one that's brought this revelation actually and now through Paul. But notice that we are dealing with something that's much greater than anything that was written before, which was hidden, you know, and now revealed to us. And if this benefit is for us, we better unpack it and receive it, right? So that's, I believe, what we should be thinking about Otherwise, it would be like history. Yeah, we were part of the church, but we had no clue what was going on. That will not be our testimony in Jesus' name. Amen. We will say, yes, we were right in the midst of it, and we enjoyed the beauty of it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Verse 4, God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders, diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to His own will. So in this new covenant, actually... Gifts and signs and wonders are available for every single believer. And it's a matter of believing and trusting, pressing in, and God will still pour them out as He wills, but our business is to desire, believe and pray, and act on the Word of God. Verse 5, For unto the angels has He not put in subjection the world to come, whereof we spake. In other words, there is an age coming, and uh, praise God, it will be Jesus who is going to be ruling. He's going to reign from a throne, literally, in Jerusalem, and uh, also means that there were ages where angels actually ruled. 
Now there's a lot of conversation coming along about angels, you can see. Verse 6, but one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visitest him? Praise God. He's quoting here uh, from the book of Psalms, the 8th chapter. And so I believe that that was written by David and David got some revelation there and David must have been amazed at how God thought on man and gave man such a place. Because you see, um, angels have been in great stature and strength, mighty, and they were involved in bringing revelation uh, up till this particular time when Jesus came to the earth. And so you're beginning to see that they are in higher creation order with strength than man. Man is, you know, dust. Man is from the earth. There's a curse in the earth because of the fall. And so man seems to have enough trouble on his own. But the fact is that even after his failure and fall, God loves him so much. And that is the whole thing about it. So it, it centers back on God's concern and love for us. You know, not because man was able to do anything special, but because God loved man, man was created in his image and his likeness, and God loved man so much. And therefore, the question, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? Praise God. Let's hear verse 6 um, in Canada, please. Padre, Verse 7 says, Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor. And thou did set, them, set him over the works of thy hands. Notice that again the angels' stuff is coming up. So, um, the angels are supposed to be beings that are excellent in strength. They are supposed to be light creatures, just like God. They're supposed to be ministers of flame, fire, just like God. So they are closer, if you look at the way they are created, closer you know, to God's own power and majesty. That's why people can actually fall down and worship them because they're so awesome. But here is man lower than them in strength and all of that glory and grandeur. But God has decided to love man so much. God has decided to actually choose man that's made out of the dust. And therefore, the question arises. And so you may have to go back down history a little bit and see that there were angels who were supposed to be worshipping God in heaven. If you read in Isaiah 14 and Ezekiel 28, you will notice there that Lucifer was the chief of the worshipping angels and, you know, the anointed cherub that covers and the instruments and pipes of music were in him and precious stones and all of that. And one day he decided that he wanted to sit on the throne above the clouds. And then God 
kicked him out and in his fall he took one third of the angels with him and so that is the history behind it all and so there there has been this problem between god and lucifer who is now satan then comes the wisdom of god where he has decided not to use another angel to prove that he's right but to use a lower creature with lesser strength who is made out of dust that is the revelation of the wisdom of god that he is not going to prove that he was right that he is not going to prove that he should be god using another angel of great power but rather to use someone who seems weaker by creation and then to cause defeat for that angelic being and then reign supreme over all hallelujah amen so you know it is again you know between god and satan god is right satan is wrong god likes to prove that but notice the essential character is that god loves us and we don't understand why <laughs> and so by the spirit of god david had to say what is man that were mindful of him why are you so concerned about man what is this about him you know and only god knows how much he loves us and the great love that he has for us so we'll try to see what we can and that's supposed to be a mystery hallelujah let's read verse 7 in kannada please ninu avannu dutarigintha salpave kadimeyagi maadidiyalla prabhavannu manavannu avanige kirithavagi ittu ninna kai kelasagala mele avannu nemisiddi verse 8 continues thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet for in that he put all in subjection under him he left nothing that is not put under him but now we see not yet all things put under him so it's continuing there all the way into verse 8 and 9 he said he put everything in subjection under the rule of the feet of man and in this case verse 9 continues by saying we see jesus so from adam we now come to the last adam jesus one caused problem for us the authority and glory that was given to him was sold out and our enemy the devil lucifer satan got it all back and became the master the god of this world then came jesus thank god jesus had sinless nature but he could be tempted he he could be tried just like adam thank god he stayed the course he lived according to the word and he won the victory praise god still even though jesus defeated our foe and our enemy and triumphed and rose up and sat at the right hand of majesty on high still uh, not everything is under his feet the bible says the last enemy to be under his feet is death 1 corinthians 15:26 which means that spiritual death has been defeated but physical death is still you know out there and as long as jesus is not yet here 
we may still die, but he is coming soon. I believe we may not have the opportunity to die. You know, so we are the the people most likely to enjoy this uh, redemption of the physical body. And that day, when our bodies are transformed in an instant, in the twinkling of an eye, when these mortal bodies are swallowed up with the immortal, hallelujah, that's the day when we will know that there's absolute submission under the feet of Jesus of every single enemy. Hallelujah. So we are the generation most likely to see the fulfillment of that. Amen. Verse 8 says, Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. All things. So in other words, Adam had that kind of place also. And uh, the enemy was out there. Adam could have actually taken full authority over him. And subjected everything under his feet. Everything. He could have actually kicked the devil out. That's how it was. He was supposed to do that, but he failed. He was supposed to dominate everything. You remember he said, go subdue, go dominate. In other words, even though Adam was 100% and he was blameless, the earth still had demons and stuff hanging out there. So he had to go and dominate whatever was wrong in that place. And he was given all the authority, all the honor to do that. Anyway, he failed. Thank God Jesus came along and took the right place, defeated our enemy, paid the full price, obeyed completely. Again, as you think about it, you wonder, why, why does God love man so? Why is he so concerned about us? Well, that's it. You know, that's where you find the love of God. God loves us. The love of God is a, a love that keeps giving and giving even if there is no gratitude or recognition. And that's where we are stuck again, you know, in the great love of God. Hallelujah. And nothing is as great as the love of God. Wonderful Jesus. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. But we see Jesus, verse 9 says, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. There we go again with the angels. So you notice here that Jesus became lower than the angels and he created the angels too. Can you imagine the creator becoming lower than the angels that he created? <laughs> so the Bible declares that the angels also dare to look into these things and wonder and are amazed what he has done in man because of his great love for man, you know. Angels, again, if you look at it, you will see Jesus appearing on the earth at various times in the past, and he came as an angel. Remember, Abraham had these visitors, and one of them was the Lord. And so in different times, you will see Jesus coming to the earth as an angel. Hallelujah. But if you notice in Philippians 2, let's go there for a minute. 
There's some interesting scripture there. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. Verse 6 says, Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. That's one very interesting verse there. Thought it not robbery. So according to that, he didn't grasp for equality with God. Notice that. He decided to leave his equality with God, divest himself of all heavenly glory, remove all his omni qualities, leave them in heaven, and come down to the earth as a man. Even in quote, son of man. Of course, he was not the son of man in the sense that all of us are. Rather, he was the seed of the woman. But meaning here that he left all of those God qualities and came down as a man and became uh, obedient even to the point where he was under the level of angels. Angels who he created. Colossians 1 tells us that he created all things. Let's go there for a minute. We'll not miss the Canada, of course, don't worry. Colossians 1, notice there, verse 16. He says here, For by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible, invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he's before all things, by him all things consist. Praise God. So you notice here, he's the one that created whether they're visible or invisible. All things created by him. God the Father is definitely higher than all, according to Jesus, greater than all. So I believe that the Father had all these plans and Jesus executed them. Praise God. But he did create them all. So notice here that, you know, in Canada, maybe we'll read um, Philippians chapter 2 and verse 6 first. Bhuparlokalindirua, Trishisua, Dishisua Ella, Simasana Galagali, Ilave, Prabutu Galagali, Ilave, Jurekana Galagali, Ilave, Adikara Galagali, Athanil Sisal Patau. Amen. Now we can maybe read uh, Philippians 2 verse 6. So notice there. Yeah. Yes, brother. Amen. So we, we see here that there was a chance for him to grasp and hold on to which he decided to let go so in the former times he would come as an angel and he could have actually held on to that but he released that and instead he grasped onto having a, a physical body and that too forever so you can see that in the Godhead there's one person who's going to have a body like ours forever. And that was the grasping of the body. He decided that we were worth it 
and he took our place and became just like us and he grabbed that body not the angelic body but a body just like ours and decided that he would keep that body forever wow such love such concern such absolute uh, identification with us is amazing isn't it let's go back to hebrews 2 again what is man we read uh, now let's read verse 9 but we see jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of god should taste death for every man <laughs> praise god then he takes it further and he decides that by the grace of god hallelujah he should taste death for every man wow no wonder it's good news no wonder it's agape love no wonder it's god's love this does not even occur in the human thinking praise god god who knew everything suffers death and then he's crowned with glory and honor tasting death for every man verse 10 continues for it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things for whom are all things by whom are all things talking about you know how great and how powerful and how awesome this god is and still he decides to go down and bear death for us he says it became him or some version says behoved him praise god meaning that he took pleasure in it he was pleased to do it even though he suffered while praying about it he said lord if this cup can pass away but nevertheless let your will be done it was real it was tough but he saw some things he saw the result he saw the end he saw us and he endured and he went through it all hallelujah did not become an angel became lower than that became like us and that's the wisdom of god became him for whom are all things by whom are all things in bringing notice what he saw bringing many sons unto glory hallelujah in other words what he liked about it all was to take us home to his home which he loved so much notice that he made everything he made heaven also and his greatest reward was to see us in heaven with him in his home and watch us go wow what a place <laughs> hallelujah that is his greatest thrill hallelujah let's hear uh, let's hear verse 9 and 10 in kannada also please adaru dutariginta salpa kadimeyagi madalpatta obbatanu andare yesu prabhavannu manavannu kirtavagi hondirudan naavu nodutteve aatanu mrutapattadarindale mana prabhavagalannu hondidane aatanu devara krupeyinda ellarigoskara marana hondi ಸಮಸ್ತವು ಯಾವಾತನಿಗೋಸ್ಕರವು ಯಾವಾತನಿಂದಲೂ ಉಂಟಾಯಿತು ಆತನು ಬಹು ಮಂದಿ ಪುತ್ರನು ಪ್ರಭಾವಕ್ಕೆ ಸೇರಿಸು
ಅವರ ರಕ್ಷಣಾ ನಾಯಕನನ್ನು ಬಾಧೆಗಳ ಮೂಲಕ ಸಿದ್ಧಿಗೆ ತರುವುದು ಆತನಿಗೆ ಯುಕ್ತವಾಯಿತು You know the Bible declares in Revelation 4 and verse 11 that thou art worthy O Lord thou hast created all things for thy pleasure did you notice that to receive glory and honor and thanks thou hast created all things for thy pleasure in other words creating gave him pleasure so when he created the earth it pleased him creation was something that really pleased Jesus when he was doing it so sometimes if you look at his creation you can see hmm i can see the detail the beauty of the person who made all of these things you know but guess what was greater than all of that seeing man his man you and i back in heaven in his perfect heaven beholding it and enjoying it and living in that realm with him praise god bringing many sons into glory that gave him the greatest pleasure more than any other thing that was his greatest pleasure isn't he wonderful he's an awesome god no wonder you can close your eyes and fellowship with him because this is perfect love perfect 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 nobody loves like this precious jesus let's hear revelation 4:11 also in in kannada please o kartane neenu prabhava mana balagalannu hondudakke yogyanagiddi yakendre samasthavannu srushtisidathunu neene avu ninna chittadante untagi srushtisalpattavu endu helvaru glory to god thou has created all things for thy pleasure for thy pleasure they are and were created hallelujah woo thank you jesus you know if you are in any form of art or creativity you know you work hard and you create you paint at the end you feel good don't you feel good yeah that's what we're talking about he enjoyed the creation he he enjoyed everything he made of course man fell and marred it but it was before all that there was there was the devil there was lucifer and he was trying to challenge our father god he was trying to challenge heaven that they were not supposed to rule he was supposed to rule get that battle they saying you should not be on that throne i should be on the throne so god said okay i'm going to make these people lower than angels and i will give them a choice and honestly speaking if one person just one one of those people down there decides to follow me is proof that i should be on the throne and not you but instead of just waiting for one person he's still waiting for more and more and more and more because he loves each one he loves us so amazingly each single one just to make sure that all of us who are not created by mistake or just uh, expendable no but we are actually valued as much as he himself just to prove again that he should be the one on the throne and not the devil and so people who get saved are coming to that conclusion i don't want the devil anymore i want jesus i don't want the devil anymore i want jesus 
Hallelujah. God is good. Isn't he good? Hallelujah. That day when you decided, I don't want the devil anymore. I want Jesus. That was an amazing day, wasn't it? And, you know, one person would have been enough. But God said, no, they're all equally valuable to me. And I will give them a chance. And I will go pursuing them. Praise God. So to, to make man in that level where he was lower than an angel. And then use man to prove to the devil. that Listen, <laughs> you're not the person who should be on the throne. They have decided out of their free will that they want me. Hallelujah. He's awesome, isn't it? He could force us, but that won't be in line with his nature. And that won't be true. It won't be real. And if he did it by using a powerful being like an angel, that would be, again, not right. Because it would make the enemy justify and talk and, and you know, speak out. Because he can speak. You know, he spoke about Job. And he, he accuses and he... He has words to say against God constantly. But here he's using something of lower creature level, you know, man, and then registering out of free will that they prefer God to be on the throne. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 11 continues. I'm sorry, let's finish verse 10. This is supposed to be the mystery that we are, you know, just enjoying and when we walk in it and express it and bring it out, we are teaching the principalities and powers that wisdom. We are showing them that God's wisdom is number one. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse 10, For it became him for whom are all things, by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect, through sufferings. You could read that and say that, uh, you know, sufferings make you perfect and all that stuff. But that's not really what it means, isn't it? You understand that by now. You have to use your faith in the sufferings. Praise God. So Jesus went through sufferings, but he believed God every way, every step, through it all, and he won. Same thing with us. You don't need to have weapons of warfare like we were talking the other day if there's no war. You don't have to have love if there's no envy, strife, and division out there. So there has to be something to challenge you. And then you bring forth these amazing, tremendous, powerful qualities. Amen? And so that suffering there is not really what is perfecting you, but... The action on the Word of God in the midst of it that is making you perfect. Hallelujah. For both he that sanctifies and they who are sanctified are all of one. For which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Hallelujah. Let's hear verse 10 and 11 in Kannada, please. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
ಪವಿತ್ರರಾದವರೆಲ್ಲರೂ ಒಬ್ಬಾತನಿಗೆ ಸಂಬಂಧಪಟ್ಟವರಾಗಿದ್ದಾರೆ ಈ ಕಾರಣದಿಂದ ಆತನು ಅವರನ್ನು ಸಹೋದರರೆಂದು ಕರೆಯುವುದಕ್ಕೆ ನ್ಯಾಚಿಕೆ ಪಡಬೇಕು where he's now saying i'm going to make you my own brother because i'm making you out of the same material i'm not going to be ashamed to call you my brother i'm not going to be ashamed to call you my family <laughs> and it's not based on what we have done did you notice that it's not based on our any qualification that we have but what he made us already and that's the, the amazing thing about the church age this new birth that we are made of the same material in Christ Jesus created in Christ Jesus hallelujah and so he now asks us that you must now love one another as i have loved you so it doesn't matter what our brethren may have done honestly speaking even though it smarts and it hurts we have to love them the same way that god has loved us Amen when we were still sinners Christ died for us Romans 5:8 says God commended his love toward us while we were yet sinners hallelujah and that if he has loved us like this we ought also to love one another you can see all of these things coming out of the heart and the personality and nature of God himself amen and we are appreciating it we are receiving it and as we are appreciating it and receiving it it affects our behavior it affects our conduct and the wisdom of god flows out of us and people cannot understand because they are natural but those who have the spirit of god they understand amen you see because of the spirit of god we are beginning to understand wow this god is worth it all he's worth it even if i if i got nothing and i just went home to see him that's enough <laughs> but that's not where it ends he says you're now in my family and as a good father i take care of my family hallelujah it's just part of his nature it's just who he is and so our faith is in the person in his character in who he is that if he could do this for us wow glory to god then and he compares he says if you being natural know how to give good things to your children how much more will your father in heaven so he calls us to reason with him there's no force it's all based on reasoning choice and being wooed by him glory to god for he that sanctifies and they which are sanctified are all of one for the which cause he's not ashamed to call them brethren glory to god he's not ashamed to call us his own brothers wonderful jesus <laughs> saying i will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church i will sing praise to thee that's a quotation from psalm 22 the psalm of the cross praise god He says I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the congregation I will praise thee. So David here is talking and I believe he's talking about Jesus because Jesus is the one that read Psalm 22 on the cross and so 
If you read along, it says in Psalm 22, verse 22, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise thee. Notice that. In other words, there, there's a congregation that he's talking about. His own brethren, his own people. He's going to be praising the Lord. You know, God is in the midst of praising. The devil was supposed to be in charge of the praise in heaven. And guess what? He bunked out of it and rebelled and took one third. God still wants the praise. But today... He's getting it from his own. Hallelujah. Who willfully choose to praise him. See, the person we're dealing with has not changed. He's still the Raja. He's still the awesome God. Ah, he deserves our praise. Don't you just feel like praising him? When you open your mouth and praise him and thank him, wow, glory to God. Out of a willful heart, I'm telling you, it just reminds him that the devil is a failure. And we are also reminding the devil that he's a failure. <laughs> Hallelujah. And we are giving God what is due. Oh, praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You know, Brother Joji was telling me just the other minute ago that he has set his uh, clock for some alarm that every now and then it will beep and he'll just praise God. Amen. <laughs> you know, that's, that's right, right in the face of Mr. D. Just proving to him, loser, I'm giving God the praise. You would have done it, but you lost it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! Verse 23 continues in Psalm 22. Ye that fear the Lord, praise Him. All ye seed of, the, of Jacob, glorify Him. And fear Him, all ye seed of Israel. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So, it's worthy, it's worthy. Isn't He worthy? I mean, we could close right now and just praise Him for the rest of the time, and, and it would be just great, but we still have more. Let's, let's read um, verse um, 12 in Canada also. <laughs> Glory to God. So it's not about just somebody singing for the sake of enjoying some music or whatever. It's, it's really just adoration and thanksgiving and praise to this awesome God. Amen. And Jesus is the one who started it in the new covenant. He said, I will praise you. And as our prince and our, our king and our Lord, we just followed. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. And again, verse 13, notice he's using at least two scriptures. I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I am the children which the Lord has given me. He is now bringing in from Isaiah 8 and 18 there. If you remember, I am the children that the Lord has given me. So you can see here, behold, I am the children whom the Lord has given me are for signs and wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts which dwells in Mount Zion. That verse, you know, is good for us and our spiritual children, but originally it was Jesus and his children. Amen? His brethren. So he's saying here that he's rejoicing about us. 
he's excited about us. And he said, I have put my trust in you. This is how I lived for 33 years on the earth. I have trusted you, and therefore we also can trust. We can also walk in that path that Jesus went through, even though it was a path of suffering, worse than anybody else has been through. Thank God we can also go through it, and we are for signs and wonders. Hallelujah. We will be a sign, we'll be a wonder on the earth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I thank God that this is the reality. You know, we were created like that. Jesus said, I, including himself, and us, we are for signs and wonders. You're a walking, talking sign and a wonder. The material inside you is for signs and wonders. So don't reduce your stature in that capacity. Just believe God some more. Hallelujah. You are for a sign and for a wonder, especially in the last days. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is, you know, guarantee from Jesus. 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Hallelujah. So here we go again. He didn't grasp at that angelic nature, but rather he grasped at our nature and decided, I'm going to keep this nature forever. <laughs> That's amazing. So anytime you look at your body, just remember, somebody loved you so much, he took your own kind of body, and he lived forever at the right hand. The only place that was supposed to be for deity. Only God could be there. And instead, there's also a man there today. <laughs> of course, with a glorified body. But there is man there today. In other words, man has been lifted up to the level of saying, you are in the class with God. My, 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 my. <laughs> Woo, glory just makes me want to shout. Hallelujah. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. And he's praying for us. Oof. Thank you, Jesus. Power of death has been destroyed. That is the devil. Let's hear in Canada, please, um, verse 13 and 14. Glory to God. So you're you're sure that the dominion of death on the spirit has been destroyed. Spiritual death is over once and for all. That's why we don't have to be scared <laughs> ever. You just don't have to be bothered about fear anymore, actually. Because Jesus took the sting out of death, even. Even physical death. The sting has been taken out of it. Ooh, glory. That you will not even taste it. That's really amazing, because you may just, in quote, sleep. 
And so you go straight to heaven and you are there, glory to God, enjoying the glories that you were created for. The only reason that you should be bothered about this particular verse is that you don't have to be afraid of anything. And the reason why fear comes is very interesting. I was telling my wife the other day about when we were back in school and college or whatever. I used to be concerned about constants. And that was the way I got saved even, you know, by answering some questions that kept coming to my mind as I was reading the Bible. Who said this is right? Why is pi 22.7? But it changes, you know, with temperature and so on. I noticed that we are always looking for something constant. I was always looking for something that was a guarantee. Can you tell me for sure? And guess what? Only God can tell you for sure. Only God has a constant. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. Even if a mother forsakes a suckling child, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So it's these absolutes, these final proclamations with guarantee that actually deliver you from fear. Because he's saying, I will never. Hallelujah. That settles everything. Who can guarantee you things like that? Nobody can guarantee you things like that. But this God has guaranteed us. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will never. I will not. I will not. I will not. Hallelujah. So the power of death over your spirit is broken. Physical death. I'm sure we, in Jesus' name, may be the people that will not even die physically. We will just be transformed and in an instant, the twinkling of an eye with the sound of the trumpet, <laughs> the archangel's trumpet, the shout, Woo, glory to God, in an instant, boom, we'll be out of here. That will be fun. <laughs> ah, glory to God. He took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. If you look at that verse closely, it talks about the dominion of death. So that, that authority that death has, has actually been broken. You don't have to accept it. You can live and be satisfied. Because the dominion, the rulership of that has been broken. Thank you, Lord. Verse 15, And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. So imagine living a life without fear. <laughs> you can do skydiving and you can just go at certain speeds and not be bothered. Can you imagine? All those fears will just disappear. When we were unsaved, we used to do radical things. And we had no hope except that God knew us long before. God knew this is my boy, he has to live. And mercy kept us. How about now when angels are given charge over us? God is faithful. Can you see that? A fearless life. What a challenge to live a fearless life. That's when you become totally free. No fear of death, no fear 
And that is the, the, the crown of all fears. <laughs> so the absence of fear and perfect love has taken your heart, taken your thinking. Wow. All your cares, your worries, your fears dissolve and you can just be free. Praise God. <laughs> Verse 16 now, For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but took on him the seed of Abraham. So he's emphasizing that. Wherefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. Glory to God. Wow. It's just a blessing. Let's hear uh, 15 and 16 also in Canada, please. Mananada Bayer Desenda, Tamajio Manavella, Dasato Walagidavan, Brisudako, Aurante Rakman Savali Bagavistan, Arthur Nijawagi. Dutara Swabavanu, Sabavanu Tarisikolade, Abraham and Santa Sabavanu Tarisikonda. Glory to God. He's a God of covenants. He remembered Abraham. He remembered his promise. He remembers his word. That's who he is. He's a God of integrity. He cannot forget what he has said. He watches over his word to perform it. And because of that, he had to put on the same nature of Abraham. He had to become like you and I. Praise God. This is the person we are dealing with. <laughs> Ooh, can you see faith rises up when we begin to consider his person, his personality, his nature. As you get knowledge of these things and your mind is stayed on these kind of things, fear just disappears. Hallelujah. Oh Lord, may we be thinking on these things. Hallelujah. You know, in Hebrews 4, it says there, in verse um, 14 onwards, he's saying, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession or profession, for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Hallelujah. By becoming like Abraham, by putting on flesh and blood, he had to receive the qualification to become our great high priest, to say, I have been tempted, I have been tested, I have been tried in all points like they are, yet without sin. See, unlike Adam, who was perfect before the fall, but sinned, this precious Lord stayed perfect until He accepted our sin on that cross. He held his place and dominion because he loved righteousness and hated iniquity. So he held perfectly a life in faith and love toward God 
and saw the joy set before him, saw the many sons coming to glory, bore it all, endured the shame, the cross, took it all, rose again after paying the price, and became our great high priest. Thank God, he's perfectly fitted to be this great high priest. Wonderful Jesus. You know, it's nice to meet someone who says, I know what you're going through. I've been there. And then, who can say, I'll help you. You know, there are people who say, I know what you're going through, but they can't help you. But this one says, I know what you're going through. Now, I can give you grace to help you in the time of need. I can give you the mercy you need. Hallelujah. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. All this has been just focused on us, thinking about us again and again. The value that man has been given in the eyes of God is amazing, isn't it? Therefore, the angels are wondering. They dare sometimes to, you know, try to look into what was given to us, the benefits of this new covenant. They, they really just... What? This dust? He knows more than us. He has more revelation than us. You know, angels know a lot. But today we know more than them. <laughs> they serve us now. It's amazing. Let's hear um, also maybe verse... Uh, Hebrews 4, maybe verse 14 and 16... ಆಕಾಶಗಳನ್ನು ದಾಟಿ ಹೋದ ದೇವಕುಮಾರನಾದ ಏಸುವೆಂಬ ಶ್ರೇಷ್ಠ ಮಹಾಯಾಚಕನು ನಮಗಿರುವುದರಿಂದ ನಾವು ಮಾಡಿರುವ ಆಯ್ಕೆಯನ್ನು ಬಿಗಿಯಾಗಿ ಹಿಡಿಯೋಣ ಆದ್ದರಿಂದ ನಾವು ಕರುಣೆಯನ್ನು ಹೊಂದುವಂತೆಯೂ ಆತನ ಕೃಪೆಯಿಂದ ಸಮಯೋಚಿತವಾದ ಸಹಾಯವೂ ನಮಗೆ ದೊರೆಯುವಂತೆಯೂ ಧೈರ್ಯದಿಂದ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಹಾಸನ ಬಡಿಗೆ ಬರೋಣ and he had to wait for it to be brought into operation for this jesus the bible says he was made of a woman made under the law interesting that god would come down to a level where he can be made in quote you know come into being through a woman <laughs> it's amazing he's made unto us wisdom Wisdom is the Word. Jesus is the Word. The Word is Jesus. This whole reverence for the Word just increases in our life, doesn't it? Praise God. God is a faithful God. And all of this mystery is in this little book. Praise God. You know, you feel sorry if someone were not to, to read beyond just, you know... Uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and maybe a little bit of Acts, right? All of these treasure troves are found in the secrets, in the mysteries that are in the epistles, particularly in Paul. It's amazing. Oh God, help us. May we fill our being with these thoughts. May we ponder on them, pray about them, and may that fearless life just break out of us. And others can see it, and the world will notice these guys are different. There is something about them that's not from this world. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. Mm. Praise God. 
I'm excited. I, I don't know about you, but I'm really excited. Hallelujah. God is good. So if we get back to that verse, let's go back there. Praise God. If we get back to the verse that we were reading in um, Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 3, let's, let's hear that one more time in Canada. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Amen. So he, he says it was just a few words, you know, between chapter 1 and chapter 3. He said, you can see my revelation. Peter said, some of these things are hard to understand. Because you need to see where Peter was coming from. They were coming from a place where they thought that everything was based on what they did. And if you did this and did that, then things would be all right. If you didn't do this and that, then it wouldn't be. You know, so much performance was involved. And for a Jewish person, for that kind of thinking, to admit that now everybody has become a child of God, and we're all going to the same heaven, and the privileges of the family of God, it just blew their minds away. He said, I find it hard to understand what he's saying. Many things are just... So if you look at it properly today, we that came much later, we are, we are much... We are like, this is easier to understand. Amen? For us it is easier, but for the Jewish mind, you can see why they would pummel Paul and thrash him up because <laughs> it just went crosswise, contrary to everything they ever thought. So he said, unto me that I'm least of all, he said, is given this privilege to preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Hallelujah. Let's see that in verse 8 also. Uh, Ephesians 3, 8. Unto me whom am less of, than the least of all saints is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of of Christ. Let's hear that in Canada also. Kristana Shodisala Shakyavada, Aishwarya the Vishavagi, Anya Janarigi and Sarwa Hage, Parishudaragi, Atelpanat Nanagi, Anugra Anugraiswanawaitu. Hallelujah. Notice again, just like we were saying just a little time ago, the person who was not qualified is the one whose God God is using. He said uh, the least of all the saints. So people doubted Paul a lot. This one, who's this guy? He's not an apostle. They constantly pestered him. They could not receive. But that's God. God does not choose, in quote, qualified people. <laughs> so my brother, my sister, we seem like the most unqualified but I dare say that because of that, you are more qualified. <laughs> how empty are you? That's how much he can fill. That's how much he can qualify. Amen. Come boldly. Come. Let's, let's get it. Let's receive it. Let's accept it. 
And let's demonstrate this great wisdom to the principalities and powers. Let us show them that we are sons of God, that we have the inheritance that belongs to Jesus. It has been given to us. Hallelujah. And from that eighth verse comes the ninth, to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. Can you see that? So now from the riches of that great revelation, he now says, here comes the plan of God. This was what God was saying from the beginning, and I want you to see it, and I want you to make it known. It is, it's yours. It belongs to the church. Amen? Praise God. Let's hear verse 9 also in Canada. Samastavannu Yesu Krishnanda Sushisida Devarali Lokadi in the Mariagida Marmada Anyonetu Ellarigu Torvante Madhuva Hageyu Amen. I thank God God did not choose some superior beings. He chose just you and I who are having common problems like everybody else. Remember, there is no temptation befallen you but such as is common. Everybody's going through same kind of stuff. You seem like everybody else, but you are the receptacle of this great mystery and revelation. And so your heart can go out to God and rejoice, even though others cannot understand why. And that that's what makes them curious. They want to know why 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 are you so excited? Why why are you different? What what makes you laugh and sing and and rejoice in the midst of why are you so free? Why why don't you have any fears and worries dogging your heels, even though I see you look like us and you don't look any different? And then you say, Jesus loves you. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is faithful. Hallelujah. I believe that as we spend time pondering on these things, spending time reading over and over these verses, it will just distill into us and it will produce a reaction. A fear-free life where the love of God, the compassion and mercy of our Father just comes towards us and we can look at Him in His face and say, thank you, I just want to praise you, I want to worship you, I just want to say I love you. And I'm grateful. I'm, I'm forever grateful. Hallelujah. And, and, and things will begin to flow out of us. It won't be legalistic, dutiful, you know, in quote stuff. It'll, it'll be from a heart of love. And we'll prove again that God is worthy of the throne and not the devil. Amen. So every choice you make now is going to be uh, dictated by these thoughts. And, and you won't give the devil any place. You know, do you know that it is actually um, maturity to identify in your thinking when you are not going in the right way? You don't really need somebody to jump on you. As you mature, you can actually hold on to thoughts that are not um, grateful, that are not loving God. You can actually identify them early and deal with them. Praise God. It changes you. So we're maturing. I believe we're maturing. We're, we're getting instruction. We're receiving counsel. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Maybe we should see one more verse as we wind down from Hebrews again. Back in the 12th chapter. Notice there verse 9. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us. We gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection to the Father of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure, but he for our own profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Praise God. Did you notice there that the eventual end product of all the adjustments and correction is partakers of his holiness? What do the angels say in heaven around our Father? Those beasts and creatures, they just say, Holy, holy, holy. Which means high above, separate, totally free, totally spotless. He's just shining with His clear, pure love. Amen? There's no darkness there. In Him is light. As you walk in the light, as He's in the light, guess what happens? The blood of Jesus cleanses you. So walk in what you know. Walk in the word you get, the revelation you get. And if you make a mistake, the blood will cleanse you. You don't have to worry. What you need to worry about is be worried about things that you know, but you're not doing. Hallelujah. That's all you need to worry about. So if you know there's something you know and you're not doing it, say, Lord, I'm sorry about that. Forgive me. But other than that, you don't have to be always saying, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just walk in it. The blood will cleanse. All of us are walking at different levels of light and revelation. And when His Word comes to us and corrects us, receive it. God is a good God. He's bringing us to a place where we can enjoy the same level of high, harmless, holy, love-filled, light-filled realm that He is in. Partakers. Partners in that place. Amen? Praise God. So we're, we're moving. We're moving down that way. We're going down that way. And, and, you know, it's a big mystery to the earth and the devil that you and I can actually go down that path. They thought we were bums and losers. We would never make it. <laughs> and we're going down the path, man. You can tell. Hallelujah. We're moving. Let's hear um, in Hebrews chapter 12, 9 and 10 also. Praise God. So we are not trying to, you know, put legalism on ourselves from outside and follow some kind of, uh, you know, section of rules. No, some kind of strict discipline or whatever. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about how we are overwhelmed 
by this place that we have been given and we are accepting thoughts that don't have to be will be dealt with we are accepting that and we are rearranging our thinking and conforming to his great love and we're seeing the difference praise god it's not that we are really like struggling about these things we are being more and more free hallelujah it really sets you free the son and his great love they set you free anything that comes down the pipe as a correction is just to set us free amen and i believe we will shine like the stars in the heaven the righteous shine like the stars in heaven praise god hallelujah shall we worship him for a minute thank you brother sharat Lord, help us to focus on you, look at you, consider you and your great love, your tender mercies, your great, great concern for us. We're so grateful that you ever lived to make intercession for us. We are grateful. Thank you. We don't have many words to say, but thank you, Lord. Ooh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're forever grateful. Oh, precious Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 We receive your mercy. We receive your benefits. We accept the counsel. Hallelujah. We release ourselves from worries and cares and concerns. In everything, with supplication, thanksgiving. Woo, glory, hallelujah. Our God supplies all our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Better than any natural father. Emotional, physical, material, and financial. Whatever it is, you have paid the price. And you are there praying for us right now. Qualified to pray, to to be in the heavenly holy of holies for us. We are grateful. Thank you for healing mercies, restoration taking place. Your people today, in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, we are free from fear. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Brother Sharat. We we're going to see if we can receive an offering. If you'd like to give, uh, it's a great chance to do so. God is a faithful God. Notice that we are giving because we love Him. We appreciate Him, what He has done for us. And that's why we're giving. Amen. We love Him. We are grateful to be able to give from what He has given us. He's a faithful God. Thank you for the opportunity, Holy One. In Jesus' name. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. You will cause men to give unto our bosom. Thank you, Father. We use this also as a point of contact to be able to, sorry, to be able to um, share, to give, whether by tithes or any kind of gift. Thank you, Father. Here mortal men receive, but there he that lives forever receives. Thank you, Father. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Every curse is over, every lie is cancelled. Your name be glorified. In Jesus' name. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. I believe you are blessed. And uh, see you again shortly. Hallelujah. Have a wonderful week.